You know the amount of people I've had to tell the story about the guy getting arrested? <laughs> Everyone I meet, they go, I heard that you saw someone punch some guy. And I went, no. <laughs> you heard wrong. <laughs> and I went, no, I saw someone get arrested, though. This guy yesterday, he was, like, training me. He goes, I have a question for you. And I got so scared. I was like, like but no. and he goes, I heard you saw a fight. And I went, no. <laughs> no, I just, you know, saw a guy get arrested. Mm-hmm. My first day of work. I don't know if that's good enough. I told Elsa we could try to make this episode a little quick so we can go get food. And I'm over 16-minute preambles. <laughs> yeah. This is the preambles. I was saying we'll make this one quick. Yeah. And I can then, either uh, use baby And then it'll guy. still be two hours long. <laughs> See, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I guess that's good for that. Are you, okay. are you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Centigrade, the podcast where we take a movie, break it down, and give it a score in five different categories of filmmaking, after which we give it a final grade. My name is Chelsea. My name is Elsher. And welcome back to the fourth installment of our Twilight series. <laughs> At this point, McKenna is racking her brain to figure out bonus best questions. <laughs> and she says another one eventually she's going to have to do after this. Yeah. Best finale Today movie I was, of a trilogy. I was doing my research and I was like, maybe I should just do the last two as like one movie. Yeah. Um, but then I didn't feel like researching all of it. So <laughs> I was like, mm, guess we're going to have to we're wait. We're going to do another one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. they're similar but different. Yeah. You know? And, you know, we've talked uh, quite a bit about Twilight because obviously it's the fourth episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, in our first episode, we kind of go over... The fact that, you know, this is something made for teenage girls. Mm -hmm. And so we think because of that, it gets really hated on. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this movie deserves an Oscar. No. But does it deserve me watching all of them at least once a year? Absolutely. (laughs) It's tradition at this point. Yeah. At Um, this point, it's happened in every house we've lived in. Except for here. Did we do it here? No, we didn't. No, but we did it at my house. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, was, we weren't living here then, though. No. Yeah, yeah we were living was, in the apartment. Yeah. Which means we did it twice. In the time that we were in the apartment. Which was like a we've year. we've been here for a year and a half now. You yeah, so, so... you're behind. Oh, okay. I guess we gotta watch all the Twilight oh, soon. We've got other things to watch, too. Um, yeah, we can't... We can't... <laughs> now. We got too many things to do. Yeah. Um, but anyways, this movie... Um, I feel like it's one of my favorites in the series, um, mm-hmm. despite it probably being like the lowest rated, at least Rotten Tomatoes wise, mm. at a full twenty five percent. Twenty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know that. That is no, no, no. I'm telling you, people are so mean. What does New Moon have? Like forty five? I don't know. Let me look. 25? Yeah. There's no way. But it's got a 4.4 out of 5 on Voodoo, whatever that is. New Moon has a 29. Okay, that's deserved. But 25? No. (laughs) The most shook you've been about a Rotten Tomatoes score. There's no way. Mama Mia at 55, garbage, who cares? Eternals at 42 or whatever, who cares? Twilight at 25? 25%? Absolute garbage. No. What's it got on Letterboxd? Oh, the voice probably the like people. three and a half. Uh, you three, know, three and a half? I don't know. I don't know. This movie, though, is like, no. yeah, like a good, like. I'm still not past it. Okay. It's got a 2.6. Yeah. Uh, that's got, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised. That's not. 
No. <laughs> I don't know why that sh- that's so Yeah, I don't surprising. know why that's so wild to you. I feel like I saw that and I was like, of course. <laughs> What's What does the last one have? Even lower? Like the second I part? I think this one is the lowest rated. I feel like this one's better than the last part. Yeah. Although the last part does have last the ending that everyone... Almost double. What's what? the highest? What's the first Twilight got? First Twilight has a... The last one has... Has the end scene? Yeah, and that, that goes hard. I know, it does go hard. The, the battle goes hard. Oh, the battle. Yeah, that, that <laughs> pushed it the, up by 20%. You yeah. the credits. <laughs> like, what the credits it? go I was watching because... The credits also go hard. The second movie was released, like, yesterday or the day before, like, 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> they were like, happy 10-year anniversary to the best end credits of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, it's like Endgame watched those end credits and went, "We need uh, this." Yeah, we need. Yeah, we need this. Um, but I think it's probably one of my favorites. Probably one I've seen. It's definitely the spiciest, which <laughs> tells you what Chelsea likes. <laughs> Half of this movie. <laughs> Half. Like a third of it. There's a lot of this movie where they're like fighting, though. Yeah, that's the second half. You know of what the I think movie. is also good is that Jacob's not nearly as garbage. That's true. No? Yeah. Um, But I think I definitely saw this in theaters. I don't know about you. I think I only saw clips in theaters. That's so funny. Why did you only see the third one in theaters? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I must have seen it I also hadn't seen the last two until... Until you met me? (laughs) I remember seeing this one in theaters. I don't know. And it was for a birthday party. Like, one of my friends, we went for their birthday. Like, wow maybe 10 of us mm-hmm. but it's like the really sexy one and we yeah. were all like this is awkward <laughs> yeah well wouldn't you have been like 17 or 16 i don't know it was just like i don't know <laughs> i think we weren't expecting this from twilight oh and then you were like oh oh 2011 yeah i was probably so yeah and then um wikipedia defined this genre as romantic fantasy horror and i was like whoa what a fun genre they're like the end of this movie makes it a horror movie. Yeah, there's body horror. In yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> romantic fantasy horror. I was just like, I don't know. What a that. roller coaster for this movie. The beginning of this movie, you're like romance. Big to middle, big beginning to middle, you're like romance, and yeah. then you're like, oh man, a little bit of fighting, and then it just turns into a horror. What a. I don't know if I had read. I don't think I had read the book before I'd seen the movie. But mm-hmm. I think I, my mom had, and I think she had told me, like, oh, she gets pregnant. And I'm like, that's weird. And then it happened, and I was like, this is kind of strange. <laughs> like, the plot is kind of wild. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we'll go into pre-production then. Nice. They weren't actually sure if this movie was going to get made. Um. Mostly because Summit had approved the second and third installments of the series, but not a fourth. Because they weren't sure if it could work for the rating, for starters. Because mm. all of them had been PG-13, but this one bit more graphic especially in the sexy times so they were like well we don't know and then also stephanie myers said it could only be made into a movie if it was split into two parts because mm. the book's too long yeah and secondly she thought that renesmee would have been impossible to create because she had never seen a baby um that was convincing looking cgi which is uh yeah. she still probably has right. never <laughs> seen a baby. <laughs> i love that you know like the first one like or the first few times that they tried to do that and the baby looks crazy mm-hmm. you seen those pictures yeah what's that about 
looks literally insane. I don't yeah. know how they could have ever shot with that and went, maybe. <laughs> maybe this will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she thought, well, I guess technology is rapidly advancing. Maybe it'll be fine. And then it wasn't. I mean, this movie's not too bad, because... She's not, I mean, the baby's not really. Yeah, you see her once, really, Do face, yeah, oh, when yeah. Jacob imprints on her. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> and yeah, her face is like, see, because they like, weirdly put, um, what's her name? What's that girl's name? Mackenzie Ford. Yeah, mm-hmm. they put her face like on all on. the actresses who all yeah. of them who played her in the second movie. And the, so it's like kind of strange. Yeah. Um, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so yeah and then also like that birthing scene is pretty graphic especially mm-hmm. in the books described pretty graphically so they were like well we don't know if we can keep it at the pg-13 rating mm-hmm. but if you make it r you're probably alienating quite a bit of your fan base yeah i mean i was into it and i was 12 yeah or i was i was 11 when this movie came out yeah that's crazy <laughs> i feel like i watch stuff like this and i'm like yeah i guess that's appropriate for 11 year olds but i don't know if they should be watching that kind of Eleven-year-olds now probably watch Euphoria. Yeah, I know thirteen-year-olds do. So that doesn't sound good either. No, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean comparatively. But I'm always like, man, what are the ages that like kids should be watching things? And then I think I don't think I had any really sort of control. Like I don't think my parents really cared. I mean, yeah, I I didn't really have. I think maybe they should (laughs) have. Maybe. Especially with the internet. I just think they didn't realize. I feel like that generation didn't realize how much stuff was on the internet that you could yeah. find. Well, especially, yeah. like, because you guys are five years younger than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, we got the internet so early, and our parents knew nothing about it. Yeah. yeah. I was completely unmonitored. We were in I chat mean, yeah. rooms. We were on Omegle. <laughs> we were, like, yeah. ASL with strangers, you know? Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, like, just going off topic, like, yeah, porn is really easy to find. And, yeah. like, back then, when they were kids, they couldn't find that. You'd have to go to a store to get you it. You have to pay an older person to go buy you porn magazines. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and even that's just a magazine. This is, like, full-on video, so it's crazy yeah. how much, I mean, this is not at all related to Twilight. <laughs> no. It's just crazy how much stuff has changed. And I'm like, yeah. hey, if I had kids, I would be a little bit more wary. Yeah. Even just, like, what they're seeing on, like, YouTube and, like, I also wonder, like, do models. you think ratings are ever, or, or, like, when's the last time that ratings have, like, changed what, what, like, makes them? I don't know, like, probably, because you know I, mean? I feel like a PG movie now is probably different than what a PG movie was 20 years ago. Well, and, like, a PG-13. society 13... has just changed, too. Like, yeah. Even just things like <clears throat> having a gay mention yeah or a gay couple probably made something not pg mm-hmm. 20 years ago but now you could have a pg movie about a gay couple yeah you know or even like swearing yeah. in pg-13 i feel like because they're allowed what one f word technically but then i swear there's some pg-13s that have multiple and i'm like i don't well, know what this i also feel like now with like streaming they, they're a lot more lenient on swearing. Yeah. I mean, I don't really even see ratings that often when I go. I mean, I'm sure they're there. No, Netflix, they, Netflix <laughs> they and Disney do. always have them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. like, you're probably not And, like, content warnings. But do they have it as, well, they have it as, like, TG, uh, <laughs> as TV, like, mature. Yeah, they have, like, the TVM or the TV14, I think, is yeah. what they use. Yeah, so it's on, different. On Netflix. Because wasn't it also, like, harder to get swears to be good on, like, TV? 
Like yeah. when they had cable, I yeah, feel like you, you never to advertisers. Yeah, so they you never wanted never you to would swear. do that. Yeah, and now it's like now it's like who cares? Yeah, yeah. that's why HBO yeah. like from the beginning was always the the, the, the dark channel. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have to appease advertisers. So yeah, they're, they're like, like we'll we can say... do whatever we want. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so yeah, uh, in March 2010, Variety reported that Summit Entertainment was considering splitting the 754 page book into two films. Along the same lines as Warner Bros. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in our s- sequels. Yeah. I think we were talking. Well, maybe it was a different one. But we were like, oh, I think Twilight started this. But I think it was Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. We were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, since under contract for only four films, the status of Stewart's, Pattinson's, and Lautner's contracts were in question. Making mm-hmm. the possibility of the split unlikely. Because they weren't sure if they would come back for a fifth one. Mm-hmm because they weren't under contract for it. Mm. But I think evidently, you know, money won out. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. They went, but look at what Eclipse made. <laughs> and we can do They're it. Like, I've already got, everyone already makes fun of me. Yeah. Might as well make a million more dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Why not make more out of it? Yeah. Um, in March 2010, it was announced that Summit was searching for Academy Award-nominated directors to helm the project, with names like Sofia Coppola, Gus Van Sant, and Bill Condon, rumored to be approached to direct. And then, April 28, 2010, Summit announced that Bill Condon, who directed Dreamgirls, would direct Breaking Dawn. Yes. That's kind of the pre-production for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly just, yep, again, they were like, let's make a movie, mm-hmm. because we've made other movies. Yeah. And what is our rating going to be, and can we split it into two parts? Mm-hmm. Nice. And they went yes to all. <laughs> and they went, yep, we're going to make some money. Yep. Um. So then we'll come to the vibe check, oh. the part of the podcast where we see if the movie passes the vibe check. Mm-hmm. All right. Three, two, one. Pass! Pass. Whoa. <laughs> what a great movie. Chelsea's like... I, this is the kind of movie where if we find this on Netflix and it's stopped at a point, we can usually guess where it is. <laughs> you don't know. You know what I'll do? I do I do usually if I can see where the line is. Do you want to know a secret? What? I'm going to tell you a secret. Every once in a while, I'll go and I'll watch a scene from something like this or Mandalorian or whatever. And then you'll switch it to a different spot so that we do Wow. What a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, you don't know what I was watching. <laughs> what a little bit. Every once in a while, I am just watching a different scene, so you'll never really. But then know. sometimes when I'll be like, oh, where's Chelsea in this? You'll be like, I know where I am because you put it there specifically. Well, sometimes I'll just have been watching it. Yeah. Um. But sometimes it'll be no, like. If but I just, sometimes if I, just I have put it... put it on something, and I've been like, why was she watching this? <laughs> like it's really random, and I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> What a little bitch. Every once in a while. Wow. So, you know, this is one of those, this is one of those movies again where like, you're like, should I love this movie as much as I do? <laughs> I think I will. I think I don't care. I don't care what the reviews say. This movie. 25% <laughs> will not get over that. <laughs> this is like a guilty pleasure movie, but again, don't be guilty about your pleasures. Mm-hmm. Depending on the pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> but for this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. It's just a pleasure. It's a dangerous um, <laughs> statement. statement for you to live by. <laughs> like, it's not a hard and fast rule. No, but it's a general. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Don't be guilty about the pleasures that don't harm anyone. Yeah, there you go. There that's you go. that's better. We'll go with that. <laughs> um, some possible words I put: hot, mm-hmm. um, sexy. Yeah. Um, addicting. I don't know. Yeah. I was confused because I was like, I don't know what the vibes are. It's kind of scary. It's not scary, but there's scary. parts that you're like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, because I feel like the be- the the first part of this movie and the second part of this movie are almost completely different, you know? <laughs> yeah. No. The first part of this movie, you're like, okay, sexy would be a good vibe word, probably. But that doesn't work for the second part of the movie at all, you know? <laughs> like, completely different. Maybe we need to do a hyphenated word. We do, like, sexy, like... Sexy, scary, sexy, <laughs> sad. <laughs> I... Because they are, like, completely different movies. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I, we could do a hyphenated one. That could be fun. Yeah. Okay, let's go for sexy. I came up with that one. You come up with the second one. Uh, How does the second part of the movie make you feel? Uncomfy, but we've already used that. <laughs> Too many movies make us feel uncomfy. Yeah. Uh, maybe, like... Not graphic, because it is, but not like sexy. I also I think yeah, next bit. that's also not good. <laughs> back to porn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, intense. Intense. Sure, sexy, intense, <laughs> hyphenated, intensely sexy. Oh. oh. Wow, we're kind of coming through with the idea. We'll go with it's that. like it's not just a hat rack. <laughs> We'll go with that. Okay, like that. great. All right. Well, then we'll get into the categories. <laughs> so we'll go through each category in regards to stories, characters, visuals, editing, slash music, and societal impact, each giving it a score out of 10. We will then combine those scores to give us a score out of 20 for each round, giving us an even grade out of 100. Afterwards, the film will have a chance to win up to three bonus points in the bonus best round. So round one, story score. Scoring based on writing and plot. I mean, I think the story probably is, like, a little bit more interesting than at least like twilight like than at least new moon <laughs> new moon's pretty boring sure. um i don't know maybe like like a seven and a half i also gave it a seven and a half yeah i think when you look at the twilight movies i think eclipse is probably the one that has the most like actual plot yeah of like here's the thing that we gotta do we yeah. gotta do it these are the steps whatever because mm-hmm. like twilight is more of just a vibe yeah. Um, New Moon is also more of kind of just a vibe. Yeah. She's just kind of chilling around depressed. She's just depressed. Yeah. Eclipse, though, they're if like... If we had vibes for it, for New Moon, <laughs> we got that done. <laughs> depressed. Yeah. Um, This one, there is plot, but a lot of it is also just her sitting around being pregnant. Yeah. And then having sex. Yeah. Which is great, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... I feel like more of the plot... Of I mean, since it's it's the first part, more of the plots in the second part. Yeah, the first part's kind of like we gotta set up for there to be more plot at the yeah. end of this. I think it's more also just a little bit more character revealing. I feel like yeah. you get to see a little bit more about them and their insecurities. Which mm-hmm. We'll talk a little bit about more oh. character. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, the biggest ri- challenges in the writing process were mostly where to split the two movies and how to make the sex scenes and graphic childbirth scene tame enough to have in a PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. They eventually decided that for the childbirth scene, doing it from Bella's point of view would allow them to not have to show any of the actual birth while also getting to see sort of how she feels, mm-hmm. which I think is good. Um, that scene's always, you know, I kind of like, actually. It seems yeah. kind of wild. 
Yeah. You know? Melissa Rosenberg wrote the script and said that ultimately the split comes down to Bella being a human and Bella being a vampire. Mm -hmm. Stating that Condon might disagree and that ultimately it's up to him. That was before they had written it. Yeah. Um, And I was like, I feel like that does make the most sense. I don't remember the book. I feel like there's also stuff from Jacob's point of view in the book. Who cares? (laughs) Well, I mean, they still do go to him and like in the movie. But not very much. Yeah. But I think that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. It's a nice breaking point in between. Breaking, breaking point. <laughs> like in between the two storylines. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I feel yeah. like every time I watch the first and second part, I'm like, yeah. 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 And then I just kind of like the vibe of the movie, if I'm being honest. I like seeing mm-hmm. their relationship develop. And um, I think Edward's an interesting character. I kind of talk about it more later on. But I feel like he's always been kind of the most interesting character. Mm-hmm. Solely because he just has to grapple with the fact that he hates himself <laughs> and everything he stands for. Yeah. No, I mean, just, like, being a vampire, <laughs> um, but also wants to experience love. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of see that all throughout the relationship, yeah. you know? It's, he's, like, he doesn't want to change her. He's, like, mm-hmm. I want you to stay human because I've lived this life, and it's not fun, you mm-hmm. know? I don't want to live forever. If Poor Carlisle, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Everyone must hate him. Yeah. Because <laughs> they always talk about how they're like, oh, I hate being a vampire. And Carlisle is like... like... <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's not until the second movie, the next one, that yeah. he's like, thank you. Yeah. I've never thanked you for this extraordinary life, you know? But he's it like, took, took a long time long. to get there. I mean, he was a vampire for like, I don't know, 90-something years? Yeah. misery isn't it yeah i always wonder what edward was just doing every day learning stuff learning the piano yeah (laughs) i don't know yeah and then i kind of like showing that maybe they got they got married a little bit too quick Mm -hmm. you know you can still sort of see that they uh are still grappling with who they are inside before they can get married yeah and they're both kind of insecure it's good stuff good stuff (laughs) good all good stuff There's some questions we have, you know. Mm, I love questions. Is it possible for him to impregnate her? We've talked about at some, I think off podcast. I don't know. Yeah, we have definitely talked about it. Yeah, we've had long conversations. But now's the time when we can actually (laughs) To bring it back. Um, Um, I mean, the question first of all is, can you get it up as a vampire? Evidently, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. They're fake (laughs) They're not real. Yeah. So anything that Stephanie Meyer says just works. Is technically Yeah, is canon. Because, you know, they also didn't use to sparkle. Mm-hmm. But does it kind of make sense why they sparkle a little bit? Because their skin's like diamonds because it's so hard because they're like immortal. I don't know, you know? Yeah. There's always like weird things you're like, oh, but I think I get it. Yeah, you're like, well, I guess it makes sense. And so I think she was like, well, instead of blood it's venom <laughs> it's the venom in his body that, that yeah. helps him i don't know okay you no know. oh did she answer this question yeah <laughs> i guess the sure. thing is is that he has i mean he has have... something his heart doesn't beat no, right so true. he has no circulatory system yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying it's so... not that's what i'm saying it's not blood it's venom i don't know that's just but, what they said but like when they like cut off like like twist off their one of their heads or something it's not like venom comes out it's just like dust you know yeah so well, like then they don't maybe have... it's like it's also like i don't know 
I don't know. Is he making sperm? Or is this just what's in there? Like what's left over? Are you telling me it's been a hundred years? <laughs> Not once. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like men are fertile basically until they die. Yeah. He's still? No, I know. I get that. But, so, but yeah, it's died. more the question like, of when he becomes a vampire, is he still making... Because they make, like, a bunch of sperm a day, don't they? Isn't that how sperm works? I think so. I think it mm-hmm. is. I don't know. I I'm pretty sure you They make... separate the boys and the girls during those sex ed classes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I took bio 30. Yeah, because, no, I think women are yeah. born with, like, what you're born with is the yeah, eggs you have, the whereas yeah. men... Men, they're, like, creating it. Oh, yeah, because you can. Yeah, yeah, I think you can because I think like men can change their like sperm count like through diet and stuff, mm-hmm. like with their and health, whatever. Yeah. So, I but don't yeah, know if he's still. I don't know if this is just what's in the bank and from <laughs> from hundred years ago. <laughs> you know what? Not he was turned as a seventeen-year-old, like. I feel like you're kind of stuck with those like hormones, you know, for for a while. Yeah, especially yeah. So he, there must be something going on there. Yeah, because also he feels desire because yeah. yeah, you know, when they first try to do it, he's like, "No, we can't." She goes, "You don't want to." He goes, "No, believe me, I want to." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the question is: there's two twofold really. Is one yeah. can he even actually do it? Yeah. Two, can he make? the necessary you know i mean clearly the answer is yeah. yes then i mean yeah. obviously but it's just then how i mean yeah. obviously they didn't even know they could do this yeah which is interesting because then i guess that means that the female vampires can't get pregnant yeah but the male vampires can impregnate and i guess just none of them have ever had sex with a human until well it's happened once before apparently yeah they don't have the self-control they just eat them yeah <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> you have to put an E rating on this podcast. An E rating? Isn't it? Oh, I thought Explicit? E for everyone. I was yeah. like, what? Oh, I was, yeah, I was going thinking E for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I was too. like, oh, we're putting E for this one. For explicit. <laughs> like when they put it on albums. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it on podcasts. No, I, I know. I one, just, we actually have one that I was is rated games. E. Which one? The one with the daddy land. Ah, yeah, that oh. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's but, the question. I mean, yeah, I mean, clearly the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. It probably doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, but then again, do vampires even make sense? No. <laughs> so, so. It is a fantasy movie. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, even then, would the baby be like how it is like she, like what's the gestation period for this baby like two weeks no like two months how long yeah how long is she it's pregnant pretty quick because she also gets pregnant really fast and starts seeing it yeah because they're only gone on vacation for two weeks uh-huh. before she's like i can feel the baby oh it's uh it's about two months oh okay she <laughs> someone has a detailed timeline timeline <laughs> no? they have sex for the first time on august 14th <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because August twelfth is their wedding. Yeah, oh. I think. Yeah, thirteen. True, it's also on this timeline. <laughs> <laughs> no, August third. Sorry, August thirteenth is their wedding. Oh okay. yeah, okay. Close. Uh, so they yeah next day doing it. Mm-hmm. Do it a week later, on mm-hmm. the twenty first. 
And then on the 31st of August, she discovers she's pregnant and she can already feel the baby moving around. And then she gives birth eh, 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 September 10th or 11th, 9-11. That's Renesmee's birthday. Oh, no. Here, putting the E-rate. Oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> I don't know if there's any other questions. <laughs> That's the biggest one. It's just, yeah, how did this even happen? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's unanswerable. Only because it really is just Stephanie Meyer went, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's also, it like, works. at the end, she dies, but they save her. Yeah. I don't know if that's how. But again, that's not real. Vampires so work. <laughs> yeah, like how freshly can they just turn anyone who's like freshly dead then? Well, they like put is there the like venom, an amount of time? He like inserts the venom in like a before. big syringe, huge yeah. syringe. Did, it, like, did she actually die? I think so. I think she's her, on the edge of life. Well, they know. say her heart stops and they prepare her for a funeral. You think Carlisle, the doctor, would be like, yeah, dead? <laughs> I think she does die. I think she is I dead. I don't know. Unless I'm wrong. But I mean. Or they also say in the end, like, her heart shouldn't be this still. Something like that. Or she shouldn't be this still. Mm. Okay, yeah. Like, her heart stops. Although that technically. You can have your heart stop and not and die. not die. Yeah. yeah. She probably hasn't lost all brain function, right? And then they give her CPR after they've given her the venom. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I feel like. She, like, half dies. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you couldn't, like, find a corpse and just, like, turn, like, are yeah, you, like, yeah. they still have to be warm. And you have to be able to, I don't know, circulate yeah. the venom through the body in some way. Yeah. So either through CPR, which is what they did, or the heart has to still be beating. Yeah. Would be my but he, speculation. Does he put the venom in her before she gives birth? No. Or no, because no. he says, I can't, I gotta get him out first. She, they, the baby comes, I'm writing the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's born, she names her, and then her heart stops. Mm -hmm. And then Jacob begins CPR while Edward injects her heart with the venom. Mm -hmm. And then they continue doing chest compressions, and then that's when she, you know, turns. Oh, I have a question. Oh, no. How do you get the venom in that syringe? Uh, Not going there. I don't know. I don't know. Is it like a snake? You just milk them? Milk what? <laughs> I don't they know. They milk snake venom. You're looking at me. Well, like yeah, that. like they, they put the fangs. They over like the thing they like put they... a little jar with like a plastic <clears throat> saran lid, yeah, and then they, and then the they snake to like bite it, and, and it just they... drips venom. I want to see that scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's like here. Um, and then. Jacob also is in this movie, and I think that that's just kind of interesting because he obviously hates the Collins, yeah. But kind of has to put that jealousy aside, um, because he does care about Bella, mm-hmm. and so he kind of starts to actually like them in this movie. Yeah, I like that one scene where he's like, "Yeah, this is a family as strong as the one I was born into." <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, and then I just think a lot of scenes that are pretty good. Wedding, the wedding's good. Mm-hmm. The honeymoon. Very spicy. Yeah, your favorite part. I like the scene when the wolves are fighting telepathically. <laughs> That's a great scene. That seems so funny. I am the grandson of Ephraim Black. 
I am grandson of a chief. <laughs> I was born to follow you or anyone else. Can't wait for that to be overlaid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And he's like, ooh, they're cowering. I will not. So good. <laughs> oh, this movie gets me. <laughs> yeah. I wish that I could understand why people hate it so much. Twenty five percent. Entire podcast is me going twenty five percent. I'm gonna do a mini sode called Elsha can't believe Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> score at Breaking Dawn it's Part 25%. One. Twenty five percent. It's just a compilation. Twenty five percent. Get ready for it. I'm gonna do it. That's great. I, I think it'll be funny. Um, but yeah, anything else for story you want to talk about? Themes, maybe? Um, love. Hmm? <laughs> I was thinking about themes. Oh, yeah. Love. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said scenes. That's why I was confused. I thought you said scenes, and then you said love, and I was like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make any <laughs> no, sense. No, themes. themes. Or favorite part, or least favorite part. Is there anything Whoa. that you don't like? I feel like sometimes, once they get... Uh, back to the house. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of scenes that happen there that I like forget exist because it's, it's just a lot of her sitting around being pregnant and them just kind of arguing around her and that like happens for like an hour, you know. <laughs> yeah. So like I don't really know what happens in between. Like I know what happens, but yeah. like it's a lot of the same. Yeah. So probably of... like some of that stuff I'm like I don't you know. Well, you also have Edward having to kind of not be as mean because he is yeah. a little bit mean for a little bit mm-hmm. and um. It's that good scene where, like, he can feel the baby, or mm-hmm. he can hear her talking. Yeah. Where does this movie rank on your Twilight ratings? It's probably up there. What's the second worst one? The second worst one. we know New Moon, but what's, what's after that? I feel like it's Eclipse. Might, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Might be Eclipse. Just because of his sideburns. <laughs> Absolute That's true. Garbage. Yeah. Also, Jacob's still kind of a little bitch in that movie. Oh, a complete bitch. Are you kidding so... me? <laughs> complete bitch what's the level of of bitchiness of jacob per movie oh eclipse is the worst eclipse is the worst for yeah. sure i mean new moon jacob he's still he's changing annoying. yeah eclipse jacob eclipse, new moon eclipse jacob is like you love me yeah you know you love me she's like i don't he goes yes you do yeah and then he kisses her and she punches him in the face and then yeah. he's like i'm gonna die i'm gonna <clears> kill myself and then she has to kiss him because yeah because he's a little bitch that movie I kind of like that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, he's a lot better in this movie. Yeah. Is that all for story then? Might be it. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's not It's not that complicated. It's really just a lot of, oh, they get married, they have a honeymoon, and then she's pregnant. And then, you know, that's, that's most of what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's okay. not just about them. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, maybe it's 7.5. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then we'll move on to round two character count scoring based on character development and relationships. I mean, Jacob is better in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think I think generally everyone is a little bit more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe like also a seven and a half. Okay. I gave it an eight. Okay. I like that. I think that a lot of the inner feelings of the characters are revealed in nice ways in this mm. movie. The um, smile she has right now. 
And then I think it's also kind of interesting that this is probably the only movie where the antagonist isn't another vampire. That's true. You know, it's the yeah. wolves. We finally actually get a real fight mm-hmm. between the wolves and the vampires. Yeah, they really talk about it for like three movies, being <laughs> like, we hate each other. And it's like, but do you? You never fight. And then you Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, their whole thing is kind of, you know, it always feels like unjustified. Yeah. Because it always feels like the wolves really, really hate the Cullens. Yeah. And the Cullens aren't super fond of the wolves either. But the Cullens are willing to work with the wolves. Mm-hmm. You know, the wolves are, uh, I think, a little bit more hesitant. Yeah. And in this movie, they're kind of like, you know what? We're fine. We're gooch. <laughs> Until. <laughs> yeah. Until there's a demon baby. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we don't know what, what she's going to do. She could kill people. Mm-hmm. Now we can attack. Yeah. But, you know, that's interesting. Because mm-hmm. everything else is like freaking... What's her name? Redheaded girl. What's her mm-hmm. name? Victoria? Yes. Victoria. She's there for three movies. Three movies? Yeah. And then Volturi in the last one. Yeah. Who's your favorite antagonist? I mean, probably the Volturi. Yeah, they're kind of good, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but we'll go character by character, of course. Okay. So Bella Swan, played by Kristen Stewart, mm-hmm. looking wrecked in this movie. Yeah, she looks really bad. She looks pretty good at the beginning like she looks pretty good at the beginning of this movie you're like wow nice. like, she's getting married oh i know she, she looks nice <laughs> yeah and then she looks completely insane for the rest of the movie well she's having a she's demon like baby. dying a parasite in her yeah like, literally she looks really scary <laughs> that's like, why it's that's why it's a romance <laughs> fantasy horror yeah <laughs> So, yeah, and then they, I mean, they did, like, CGI stuff with her mm-hmm. on her face and in her belly. Yeah. So, I think you kind of get this sort of hesitation from her from marrying Edward, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting because we've talked about it in the other movies. She seems so eager to just hop into being a vampire. Yeah. Committing for life. Yeah. But not really committing to him for life. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Because I guess, the thing is, though, I think that being a vampire is more of a lifelong commitment because you could get divorced. Yeah. But you can't go back from being a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there's no coming back from that. Yeah, that's true. And so, it's just kind of interesting that she's so afraid of... Mm. I don't know if she's afraid, but she is very hesitant. You know, she's yeah. too young. And then it, I think it's nice how it starts out so so pleasant and then poof, right into the yeah. hardships of marriage. Yeah. I'd say the first year's the hardest. <laughs> the normal hardships <laughs> of marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> demon baby yeah i mean it happens to everyone it's really relatable yeah yeah and then she's you know so committed to having the baby mm-hmm. there is some stuff i have in society about whether or not this movie is uh pro-choice or not <laughs> yeah <laughs> or pro yeah, yeah. pro pro-choice yeah no pro life. Life. Pro life. Pro life. I always get confused with that. I'm always <laughs> like, wait, which ones? I don't know. <laughs> um, because you know she she doesn't want to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. But I think what makes it worse is that Stephanie Meyer is so is she's very Mormon. So yeah. yeah. So definitely... you're like, well, this is probably what you were intending. Yeah. But if that wasn't the case, I mean, then it's just kind of, well, I want to have my baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, like, anti-abortion, but it's also... I think it's more so, like, because this could kill her, mm-hmm. um, it could be seen as problematic. Yeah. yeah. Especially, like, in today's landscape <laughs> yeah. of, like, I... the new laws and stuff that mm-hmm. it is. It's very much, like, no, you have to have... Not that you have to, but her conviction is that she has to have this baby. It's worth her dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
which is like not a stance I personally agree with, <laughs> but yeah, she's very Mormon, and you can tell yeah. in these books. That's true. Yeah, the whole we have to be married. <laughs> yeah. But, Even the way they, like, describe Bella at one point in the book, she's wearing, like, a floor-length peasant skirt. And he's mm. like, she's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. <laughs> she's never worn a floor-length skirt. No, but in, in the, the books. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. But, but, like, the way he just, she describes her outfits and stuff are very full-coverage Mormon, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but she is committed to having this baby. Mm-hmm. Which is something that connects her with Rosalie. Mm-hmm. Mostly because Rosalie can't have that yeah you know and she so desperately wants children but won't ever be able to experience that mm-hmm. so that's kind of a nice thing for them to connect over. Mm-hmm. why do you, do you think that there could be a different reason why she so badly wants the baby though or do you think it's just stephanie meyer could mm. it maybe i don't know it's something that she and edward both have it could be like her last yeah. thing last human thing that she could experience yeah i don't, I don't know because i kind of talk a little bit about how there's a deleted scene in this movie, actually, uh-huh. <laughs> where they're um, at the uh, the honeymoon place, mm-hmm. and she's, like, eating a lot of food because she's hungry because she's pregnant, but they don't know yet. And then she's, like, uh, or Edward's, like, oh, you're not going to want food like this when you're a vampire. And she's, like, well, maybe we don't have to do it immediately. And he's, like, you want to wait? And she's, like, I found that I kind of like being human because we finally had sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like that was really my end goal was yeah. sex yeah so now i yeah. got that i'm fine I, with whatever i think that's in the books too they kind of talk yeah. about how they there's like you we have like three years until i look too old mm-hmm. or something yeah and so she's like maybe i could be human for three more years mm-hmm. she's also acting like she's gonna turn into a grandma in like yeah. five years like you're 18 right yeah but she has to like look, look like she can go to high school right? that's true yeah not that any of them look like they can go to high school. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. But maybe that is, I don't know, that could be something is kind of a little bit holding on to being human. Yeah. But I think Kristen Stewart's good. Again, mm-hmm. always given a good Bella performance. Yeah. You know, someone who was kind of afraid, but also very brave, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, a lot of that fear, I feel like, comes more from the relationship rather than actually being a vampire. She seems to be pretty brave whenever any of that stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? She's um, like, but us, that's scary. <laughs> you see, like, you see her kind of nervous to marry Edward, really. Yeah. Also a little bit of, like, the losing your virginity part. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's kind of freaking out beforehand a yeah. little bit. And she has that scene, don't be a coward, you know? Yeah. Well, also Jacob kind of scared her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know, before He's that. like, you're going to die having sex. <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't you dare leave. <laughs> Yeah. That seems kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, yeah, you're going to die. It's going to risk killing you. I'm like, you just got to not be too crazy. <laughs> In the book, he bites a pillow. Yeah. I mean, the pi- the feathers are everywhere in the movie, so maybe he still does that. I just remember one line in the book where he's like, I, I bit a pillow. She's like, you bit a pillow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like they should have shown us that. They showed us the classic bed breaking <laughs> <Yeah>. scene. <laughs> Crush the bed. So frame. good. So Everyone's good. always like, "What?" And I'm like, "It's kind of nice." <laughs> 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 it's always men. They're like, "Oh, he broke the bed." I'm like, "Yeah, he broke You're the like, bed." Yeah, he broke the bed. <laughs> this is not great. <laughs> I'm like, whenever guys are like, man, what do women want? I'm like, just watch, watch Twilight, read fan fiction, 
and you'll be like the greatest boyfriend ever. <laughs> ah, good stuff. Um, we could talk a little bit about. I didn't write him down, but Charlie and her his relationship. Mm. She's kind of like. I feel bad for Charlie. Charlie is the saddest person in any of these movies. Yeah. Like, poor Charlie, really. Justice for Charlie. Justice for Charlie Swan. Yeah, what the heck? Charlie's- She's just gaslighting him 24-7. That's true. It's so rude. You know Charlie Swan kind of looks like? Oh, no. The dad from Inside Out. I think it might just yeah, be they the both. Mustache. They both have the mustache. Also, if the dad, from, <laughs> if the dad from Inside Out was older, maybe. Oh yeah. I feel like the dad from Inside Out looks kind of young. I feel like. Oh. You know? So you think like if he aged a bit, sure, I kind of see it. But you think like if they had a, a live action Inside Out, sure, Billy Burke, sure. Is that his name? We're kicking out yeah, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did we get? Did we cast? I think we did. (laughs) Classic. My goal for this podcast this season is for every episode to mention Pedro Pascal at least once. It's probably not that difficult. I feel like you've done it. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I'm in love. Anyways, do you want to move on to Edward then? Sure. Edward Cullen, played by Robert Pattinson, Mm -hmm. my favorite person. Besides Pedro Pascal. Oh yeah. This podcast is Chelsea forgetting about Pedro Pascal and me reminding her. No, I love him. Um, I wrote like a paragraph about Edward. I just think that he's, again, I said a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. I think he's the most interesting character and maybe the whole series. Mm-hmm. Solely because I think they just add, they add more about his past mm-hmm. and sort of the way that he feels about being a vampire. And you, know, you see that he's like, I don't have a soul. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also kind of falling in love. So you kind of see those things going at odds. Mm-hmm. The Midnight Sun book mm-hmm. is also pretty revealing in that way. Um, but in the movies, you know, you kind of see him feeling selfish because he's like, well, I'm going to turn you into vampire just so you can be with me. But she's like, no, this is what I want. And that like comes to a height probably in New Moon where he's like fully like, well, I'm leaving. Peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he goes and like basically almost kills himself because mm-hmm. he's like, I've killed this woman who I love. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you see it again when he's a little bit hesitant to have sex with her again because she has some bruises, mm-hmm. which she's kind of into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, what's the problem here? She's <laughs> like, look, it's not not only you have ever done, you know? Yeah. Sometimes, whatever. <laughs> uh, and then you see it when he becomes more aloof after she decides to have the baby. Because all mm-hmm. of it, I think, is just guilt. Yeah. You know, he's like, I am... He's like, I did this. <laughs> yeah. And he's kind of battling with his own sense of morality and what it means for him to sort of be with this woman. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like the scene where he's uh, yelling at her because she decides to have the baby and they're like, it's killing you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you're going to have to care for him even if I'm gone. And he's like, do you think I could love it or even tolerate it if it killed you? Yeah. You've given me no choice. <laughs> It's gonna be so many overlays. Bella, we're supposed, supposed to be, to be partners, partners but you she decided, decided this on your own. You've decided to leave me. <laughs> and he's like, "Don't see it that way." Well, I have no other way to see it because it's me who will lose you, and I don't choose that. I don't choose that. <laughs> A lot of great quotes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Like just for everyone to know, I did not rewatch this movie before before doing this podcast, and I still know all the quotes. 
<laughs> yeah, and then also, um, and then also, there's a thing where he's like, "Jacob, you can kill me if Bella dies," mm-hmm. which is a uh, also a little bit selfish in his way. He's yeah. like, "I would rather be dead than have to deal with his guilt." Mm-hmm. And Jacob even says, "I'm not going to kill you. You deserve to live with this." Yeah, a little bit. And all because he fell in love with a human. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going on with Edward. Oh, also, yeah, I, don't, I wrote it down. I don't think I mentioned it. But there's also the scene where he's like, before they got married, he tells her all about how he used to kill people because he he used to, he went on like a murdering spree, mm-hmm. murdering bad people. Mm-hmm. It's like a. I don't know. Is it like Dexter? Isn't that what Dexter? Yeah, does? it's Dexter. <laughs> I think there's another one we were talking about. It's kind of like that. They murdered the bad people and then you go. Oh. Hannibal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, well, this is bad, but also, but... you know, he's <laughs> going around murdering rapists. <laughs> yeah, then like... Fun fact, I think that scene was filmed in the Orpheum Theater. BC, mm. so. uh... <laughs> yeah. Film credits. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so, yeah, like, he he's kind of, like, warning her about this stuff, because he does, he wants to be completely transparent and be yeah. like, well, you know, I'm, I don't... I don't, I'm not a good man, even though maybe he is a good man because he, you know, is so honest. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I also put, he's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath the paragraph, he's beautiful. And I love Robert Pattinson. Is this Pattinson. your favorite look of all the Twilights? For Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends. Um, At the wedding, no, because that's a bad suit. Yeah. But Edward, when he's in Rio. Yeah. That's a good Edward. Prime, prime Edward. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on her wedding dress? I feel like that's uh, always something. I mean, I have that more in visuals. <laughs> okay, I we can. Oh, do you want? We wait? can wait then. Okay, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. Suspense. Yeah, keep in suspense. You gotta continue <laughs> listening. Also, I think Robert Pattinson has a nice back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I love him. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. And people are just now being like, "Oh, we didn't realize he was a good actor," and it's like you guys have been sleeping on Robert Pattinson. <laughs> We do. Almost everyone from Twilight. Like, people are just like, they suck. And I'm like, it's like, Mike, I think you're just. I just think the scripts maybe weren't great. Yeah. (laughs) The material maybe wasn't there. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I think I'm Team Edward. It's just because I think (laughs) he is so, you know. Handsome. Yes. (laughs) No, but also. He's so handsome. I think he's. I mean, he's. I think the fact that he hates himself so much. I always talk about how much I love that he hates himself. But yeah, like I, I love a man who absolutely relatable, hates relatable. himself. <laughs> but I think it's a, I just think it's more interesting because you're like, oh, you feel bad because you're like, well, you know, it's not really your fault. Like Jacob is the opposite. Yeah. Jacob is so cocky. Yeah. You know. He's such a little bitch. <laughs> he's like a, he's such a punk ass bitch. <laughs> Jacob's yeah. like the original incel. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah, legit. <laughs> Um, we can move on to him. Sure. Because yeah, he's Jacob Black, played by Taylor Lautner. <laughs> yeah. Jacob's back. Not as annoying as before, but certainly yeah. still aggressive. Yeah, he is really rude before, <laughs> after the wedding. Or before, that, that's after it's the wedding. after the wedding. Yeah, that's like, right, right before after? she leaves. Yeah. yeah. It's because she tells him they're going to have sex on her honeymoon. And he's like, what? He's like, excuse me? Yeah. That's illegal? You'll die, and she's like, "Get wrecked! I do what I and want." She's like, bet, <laughs> <laughs> bet. Yeah, and then there's that scene where he's like, "They're either gonna kill her or change her," and the treaty says, mm-hmm. I, "I say, Jacob, I say." 
But I think I think at this point he's accepted that Belle and Edward are together. He's like, yeah, yeah you guys are in love, whatever, you don't love me anymore. He's like, I guess if they're having a wedding. It's like, yeah. The only <laughs> thing I could do is if they say if anyone objects, and he goes, I do. <laughs> <Can> you imagine? <laughs> they don't have that during the wedding. They still ask that during weddings? I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> I think Because if they said that during his never... wedding, I guarantee he would have stood up. I think they still do it in, like, Catholic weddings if they're just following their old script. Mm. But most people, I think they like originating like where that came from was like to like stop incest basically like uh, it wasn't so much to like object that they were getting married but mm-hmm. it's to say speak now or forever hold your peace is like to come up and say no they can't because uh, they're, they're related, related through this and this because <laughs> oh. i always feel like in movies and stuff it's like they always make it speak now or, have, or forever hold your peace and everyone's like yeah but it's yeah. like do you have a reasonable objection <laughs> to why these two people shouldn't get married yeah. And the basis was usually like they're related. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> never mind. We didn't know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, if they said that at that wedding, Jacob's for sure standing up. <laughs> he wasn't there. Oh, uh, there we go. <laughs> they were like, we don't need to say it. He's not here. He's the only person who would object. Yeah. Charlie's like, um. He's like, I've been gaslit for like four years. <laughs> I object. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, but you know Jacob he kind of uh, he won't let the wolves attack because he's kind of like well you know what you're still my best friend still yeah, love you still besties. Um, even if he's always wanted that because now they're kind of family mm-hmm. um, and then yeah again realizes that the Collins are a real family yeah and then there's a whole falling in love with a baby yeah um <laughs> sure does happen yeah but yeah. I mean I the imprinting thing, I guess, makes sense because <laughs> <laughs> if you could see the face I just gave to <laughs> uh, there is also a, an instance of another uh, pack member who imprinted on someone very young, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like sexual. It was like I'm vowed to protect you. It was more of like a sibling relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it's different because that's not what's happening. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And when she gets to the age of, I suppose, consent, I think Jacob, you know, will go for it. Uh-huh. You know what they call that? Um, grooming. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. Do you think Stephanie Meyer genuinely wrote that and was like, yeah, this is romantic? Do you think anybody ships them? No. Maybe, no. like, when people were, like, like, if when I read it, when I was, whatever, when this book came How out, and I was 13 Renesmee or 14. How many Jacob fan fictions are there? <laughs> then I'm sure I was kind of like, oh, you know, because you don't realize. Yeah, that it's really, really weird. But, like, as an adult, you're like, that's so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's going to obviously be a f- adult figure her yeah. entire life. Also, then, she ages fast, so when is the age of consent? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it also depends on how fast her brain like five. is. five. Yeah, because, <laughs> right? Like, it's like, so, because she's what? She's already a... What do they say? They say she stops, because she ages fast, but then didn't they say something about that she, like, it slows down? It slows, yeah. But and she's then, still going to be, like, physically 18 within, yeah, like, when a she's, like, ten five. year, Like, with five years, yeah. yeah. There's a... There's 350 Jacob and Renesmee fanfiction. Mm. Not that many. Yeah. As opposed to 3,912 Edward Bella ones. Mm. <laughs> so they do exist, like everything. But 
That's yeah. the thing. If it if it <coughs> has ever been mentioned or thought of even once, there is a fanfic for it. But not very many. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it problematic? Probably. But. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if anyone. At least she never wrote about it. At least she never yeah. came back and said, here she didn't do a is sequel. my sequel Yeah, series. she didn't do a sequel going, here's what everyone asked for, I mean, the yeah. Jacob Renesmee story. It's true. Like, you also don't really see anything with them. You don't even because... really know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in, the, in I mean, in the second part, in this movie, you don't really see anything at all. I don't think the relationship makes any also, sense. Also, how, like, in... how is the imprinting even, like, what What even is it? Like, what? how does it work? It's like when you see her. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, because, like, he just sees her and he's, like, imprinted. It, it is like a soulmate, yeah. Yeah. And I think also, like, the whole thing was, like, he was so infatuated with Bella because he could sense... Renesmee's presence in like her womb, like her eggs. We talked basically. about this. That means he should also be into to Edward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I yeah. think he is. Love try <laughs> the only true love triangle to ever exist. <laughs> the thing he's so into Edward, but his uh, compulsory head of normativity. He makes him hate Edward. Yeah, yeah. And that's how he deals with those emotions. Yeah, that he can't accept. Yeah, <laughs> nice. We've cracked it. We've cracked the code. <laughs> the only true love triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, also, I mean, if we want to talk about imprinting, I also have written down... Like, How many uh, Edward Jacob fanfictions are there? Oh, I bet you there's... <laughs> so <one>. many. <laughs> Let's guess. I would probably say... I'd say 5,000. One... No. No, there Wait. was only 3,000. Oh, there was only 1,500. Yeah, I would say, yeah. 1,200? Yeah. Edward and Jacob. Watches Actually, there's more. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's not that many. I'm gonna say a thousand. It's four hundred and seventy-nine. Oh, hmm. so not even that much more than Jacob Renesme. I'm wondering how many people are still writing Twilight fan fiction. I don't know. Probably quite a few. I just feel like that would have been like a fanfiction.net thing more than archive of. Our oh, own. that's mm. true. You know, you gotta go true. into the. <laughs> yeah, fanfiction.net is what I started on. Yeah, like same. Archive of Our Own Now, I think, existed when I started reading fanfiction. Twilight. Yeah, there's 220,000 Twilight stories on fanfiction.net. 220,000? You know what? Fanfiction.net kind of... kind of. You know what the thing is? Archive of Our Own is way better filtered. Like, you, yeah. can, you, you can find things way easier. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's 1.8. So, 1,800 <coughs> Edward and Jacob fix on... Fanfiction on that. Mm. Um, Comparatively to the two hundred thousand, Bella has. Yeah, Bella and Edward is forty two thousand. Yeah, yeah. What about Jacob Bella? The thing is, though, sometimes Jacob Bella is five thousand. You can have if you're doing a love triangle, though. You can have two pairings in one, so it Mm -hmm. could be an Edward Bella story, but also have little elements. Or Bella could be writing them as like a trio. Mm -hmm. That's true. Let's do Jacob Renesmee on fanfiction.net. Just for fun. 3.8 thousand. Oh, more than Jacob uh, Edward. Yeah, twice as much. Anyways, as I was saying... What hard-hitting research. (laughs) We were talking about... um, Oh, imprinting. One person I wrote down is uh, Leah Clearwater. She's also someone who I think connects with Jacob because she also has experienced that thing of unrequited love. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she was dating Sam, and then he imprinted on someone else. Which is really sad, actually. Yeah. It does suck. Because you can be like, oh, we're in love, and then... Oh, and then they're sorry. like, just kidding. 
Karen. I'm a soulmate. Bye. It's like, ugh. And she's like, (laughs) I wish I could imprint on somebody. So that's sad. Sad stuff. But then the imprinting, like, it, like it, it happens to both people at the same... Like, it's both ways, then. Well, the wolves you know? do it. I don't know if they really imprint on other wolves. Like, Sam is imprinted on Emily, but she's not a wolf. Yeah. So, the wolves only imprint on non-wolves. I don't... Not necessarily, but I think that, that oh, only wolves two, imprint. But I'm saying, like, if two wolves imprinted on each other, they would be both ways. You know what I'm saying? But I, I guess so. But I think it's reciprocal, isn't it? Well, like, well, I'm just saying that, like, if you if you were a wolf, you imprinted on a human. They can't imprint. Yeah, but like, yeah. but like Sam but I'm imprinting like, on Emily. Her feelings are reciprocal to him. Like, yeah, because you're yeah. like, like I'm it's saying, a- like, if if like Jacob imprinted on another wolf or something, and if that would that wolf automatically also imprint? Yes, on because him? it's a soulmate. Yeah, right. So it's like it doesn't matter. But like, yeah, if. Sam imprints on Emily like there's a reason that their connection is there the, yeah. like whatever the magic connection is so she's gonna return the feelings yeah mm-hmm. so if it was if a wolf imprinted on another wolf it would be the same deal like clearly mm-hmm. there's some connection there that yeah. that's causing the imprint mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's just another person involved in the imprinting mm-hmm. um other characters uh, there's, uh, Seth, who's my favorite. No, it's one of my favorite. <laughs> doesn't really do anything, but he's cute. Mm-hmm. And there's the other vampires, but they're kind of just there. Yeah. And yeah. so, I don't know if there's anyone else. Maybe not. I mean, I still say justice for Charlie, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just okay with everything. Well, because he doesn't know. What's he gonna do? He does go. He goes, it's you have so to give me some answers. And yeah. she's like, no, I can't. He's like, well, what am I supposed to do about that? Can't yeah. force her to say anything. Yeah, <laughs> she's an adult, and also I was an absentee parent for most of her life, so <laughs> she doesn't really owe me anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. That might be it. Okay, I think I'm gonna stick with the eight. I'm gonna stick with my seven. I love a good Edward being guilty about life. You're like, I do love a depressed man. I love midnight. <laughs> Okay, so move on to round three, visual volume scoring based on visual elements such as cinematography, production design, and costuming. The baby isn't really in this one yet. It's just as a baby, but the baby doesn't look that bad, right? In this movie. I'm trying to remember. There's one scene where her face is a little bit weird, but it's not as bad as it gets later. Yeah. Other than that, uh, it's just a baby. Yeah. So I feel like probably I would say... I'll ignore most of the baby stuff until the next movie. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like the rest of this movie looks pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, maybe like an eight. Yeah, I said an 8.5. But yeah. maybe we'll go down to an eight. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of pretty. I think there's a lot of visuals that are cool. Yeah. Was it you who said you didn't like the wedding in this movie? I think the wedding was kind of cool. I like the flowers hanging out from the trees. <laughs> I think I really hate her dress. <clears throat> oh, I really hate her dress. I mean, it yeah. is uh, hideous. Yeah, but I'm talking about just the wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the. Look I of think the, wet. the dress detracts so much for me that I don't even think about it any. Like I can't yeah. really remember. I mean, I think the wedding is fine. I'm trying to think of other movies with weddings to like uh, compare them to. It's or a bonus just bonus question. Hold on. Oh no! <laughs> Again, we already did this one. What? No In wedding. Crazy rich Asians. Yeah, it was a question we had in Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah. Was no, the... I might have. I tried Googling it or searching it in my notes be like, I think I did this. That's because I did it. Oh. Uh, because I. Right. <laughs> That's why I didn't have it in the notes. Yeah. 
I mean, if, if um, that's... But did we put most beautiful? I don't know. I don't know. Was it dress or was it wedding, though? I think it was wedding. You can um, ask about the dress. Dress it automatically I, I have most r- romantic. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I'm you gonna know, leave it. Just do whatever. You I think want. that's. I think. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it. Yeah. I think I, think I got some interesting ones in here. Okay. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, I. I mean, I really don't like her dress. I think the venue's fine though. I think I was reading about there was like, oh, we didn't know who designed the dress. Um, but then I didn't care because I was like, <laughs> I don't know any of these people. Yeah. And uh, I don't care. Yeah. Um, I do have something about the dress. Mm. Um, I actually honestly think that the that I think Edward's suit is worse. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's more so just that, like, the wet, like, wedding dresses are usually the thing that you look for to, like, judge on a wedding. So I feel like it stands out more, and then you just kind of forget to even look at his suit, and then when you do, you're like, that's all so bad. Yeah. But. I just think her whole wedding look is so drab. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have jewelry, her hair is in a messy bun, like, there's nothing, her makeup isn't even, like... I think they said they wanted to do something kind of vintage, and... Yeah, but... I mean, it looks like like it, but Like, give her a string of pearls, you (laughs) know? I like that the back is kind of open. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, lacy. Yeah. Um, well, actually, also concerning that dress, I have a little bit later, but they're talking about, um... Everything was under wraps for this because they're like, we can't have anybody like posting paparazzi photos anywhere so they can't see anything about the movie. So they were like really tight on like making sure nobody saw stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wedding scene was the last scene that the cast and crew shot. Mm. Um, and so it was shot under tight security. A helicopter hovered over the set. Off duty police officers surrounded the location. <laughs> and sheets and umbrellas were used to protect the set from aerial shots being taken. What the Concerning heck? the wedding dress, Stuart was locked in a room wearing a Volturi cloak to cover the dress. Do you know what? if she lost weight for this movie to like look as skinny as she does? Because I, like, I, I was like looking at pictures in her wedding dress, and if it's the last thing she filmed, she looks very thin, like very thin mm. in that in the in those photos. And I'm wondering yeah. if it might have just been the 2000s, um, <laughs> and that's what actresses were expected to look like. But I feel like she does look. She's always been like, skinny though. Has yeah, but I just feel like at the end, like she looks. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did did they film part one and two back to back? Yeah, but they. So this would have been the last thing they shot? I think it's the of last the, of thing. Everything. But no, but I or mean, no, like, did is... they shoot, like, part one and part one and then immediately shoot part two? Or did they shoot part one and two at the same time? I think they just shot them all at the like, same time. Like, block shot it, yeah. 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 So, so then this was, like, the last, last thing out of everything. I think so. I think that's what it said on the Wikipedia. Yeah. It says the wedding scene in part one was the last scene that the cast and crew shot. Mm. So, I don't know. Um, and, and Jacob then... wasn't there. <laughs> oh, wait. I have uh, this. Oh. Uh I said I like the look of the wedding, but I'm not a fan of the dress or Edward's suit. Mm-hmm. Alfred Angelo has been named the exclusive and official licensed manufacturer of Bella's bridal gown. Um, the, oh, so he... And like... then it says the gown... I, this is probably back when the movie was coming out. Yeah. The gown has been named the exclusive... <laughs> or no, the gown will be a replica of Bella's wedding dress and marketed under the brand Twilight Bridal by Alfred Angelo. And it will be revealed in late November 2011. So you could buy them. You could buy mm-hmm. this dress and you could get married in that dress. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Right? The dress 
is but the dress itself that she wore in the movie was a Carolina Herrera. Like it was a designer yeah. gown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying they, that you could but like But then they made a, a knockoff yeah, 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 that you yeah, yeah. could buy for cosplaying. Yeah. Or whatever. Or to yeah. yeah or for or to, like, your wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't write down who sure. made the dress. She's because I don't care. <laughs> Uh, in order to keep the budget on both parts of Breaking Dawn reasonable, uh, even though it is substantially greater than the previous installments in the series, much of the film was shot in and around Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So, not a lot of this was actually shot in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, the wedding was shot in Squamish. Mm-hmm. Filming began in 2010 in Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. <laughs> I feel like I've, I watched the, uh, behind the scenes of this movie. I think they had, like, a monsoon while they were filming there, and then I think I remember just seeing videos of, like, all the cast, like, crammed in that house, the crew, because <laughs> they got stuck or something, someone sleeping in a bathtub. <laughs> yeah, and so that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, visually, most interesting parts, I think, the wedding, I think the honeymoon, obviously. Yeah. Visually very. I mean, it is honestly shot kind of, <laughs> kind of good. The actual sex scene? Yeah. It is nice. I mean, it's also kind of tasteful. Mm-hmm. They do have to kind of do it in a way that it's not too raunchy. Yeah. And I think they do that kind of by, like, getting up and close. Yeah. So they like, also do a lot of, like, I mean, they do it as, like, a montage. But I don't know. They do a lot of, like, so weeping shot. I don't know. It's hard to explain. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. Well, they do, like, a lot of also close-ups on, yeah. like, here's their skin rubbing together. <laughs> yeah. Their lips touch. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also like the graphic stuff, like the birthing scene, which I do think is kind of scary. You know, yeah. watching that. You know, what's the worst is when her back breaks. Oh, that's the worst thing in it. <laughs> and you're like, oh. <laughs> that's probably the worst part of this movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is when she's like completely ninety degrees. Turned. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> One thing, uh, incidents began occurring. Of the birthing scene having triggered epileptic seizures in movie going. Mm. Um, the visual effects during the scene involve several pulsating red, white, and black flash- flashing lights, which creates an effect similar, similar to a strobe light. Mm. I wonder what the movie is that started them having to put, like, stuff up on. I don't it, know. Because yeah. if you're watching a movie and you're like, they start flashing, you're like, someone's going to get a seizure from this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when I went to see uh, Incredibles, Incredibles they yeah. had the warning. They did have the warning. I'm trying to think of stuff before that, though, but I'd have to think I of mean, I feel like I've seen it. it quite a bit. Yeah. Famed yeah. comic book artist Jim Lee tweeted that he and his family had to leave a screening of the film after our 11-year-old son literally threw up during the birthing scene. I'm like, first of all, so it's PG-13. Why are you yeah. and your 11-year-old son? You at 11 also <laughs> being like, how dare you bring your 11-year-old son, but I was there. No, it's fine if they go see it, but don't complain about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if you, you can't be like, oh, they did this. Yeah, how like, dare they let my... You were supposed to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I saw this and I was like, whoa. <laughs> You're like, heck Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I think it's even, <coughs> I think in the book it's described as being worse. Coughing Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, like, we're trying to keep our PG-13 rating. We yeah. can't have it be as graphic as it needs to be. Yeah. They have, like, an R-rated cut of this movie. <laughs> they re-released Breaking Dawn Part 1, but R-rated. <laughs> I think that they said, I mean, I don't know if this is true. I don't know, because, you know, Robert Pattinson, he lies a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was like, they had to kind of CGI out my butt crack. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. They had such a long butt crack. <laughs> it's 
so it looks like he's in a really long back. <laughs> uh, funny stuff. Uh, Kristen Stewart had to wear a lot of heavy makeup to make her look frail during the pregnancy, obviously. Mm-hmm. In October 2010, this is funny, I read this off the Wikipedia, Condon announced that Oscar-winning visual effects supervisor John Bruno, along with his team, would helm the visual effects for Breaking Dawn. Later in February, Adam Howard was added to the Breaking Dawn visual effects team to help create the visual effects for Renesme due to his notable work on a similar issue in The Social Network. (laughs) (laughs) The Uh, Army Hammer twin guy, I think? Yeah. yeah. Making Renesme? What happened? I don't know. Because that movie I don't know how they messed it up that badly. Like, legitimately? I think it's because they're, like, putting someone else's face but on like, a baby. But, like, why did they think that, that was a good idea in the first place? Because they want to make it look like it's her. They want Yeah, they wanted it to, like, so you'd be like, oh, it's the same person growing really fast. Also, something about, like, how... I don't know. Uh, when did my... Civil War come out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are getting pretty wild. When did, like, freaking Boba Fett, rewatching Book yeah. of Boba Fett, I'm like, is that Mark Hamill? <laughs> So yeah, I guess he kind of helped. I just thought that was funny. The social the network. The social network guy. <laughs> He's like, I can do it. And then career and then he... over. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, and then apparently an animatronic baby was used for some of the newborn scenes. But I know that they had a real baby. Because yeah. I remember Robert Pattinson in that behind the scenes thing being like, yeah, and I was holding this baby and he was covered in like a weird strawberry cream cheese concoction. And he was like, how is this legal? I think they use the animatronic baby when Rosalie's holding Oh, her. maybe. Mm. I think I remember But I know like, like that. he was holding a real baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she would cry until she ate some of this cream cheese and then would be like, oh. That feels like not true. That's what someone said in that thing. And I know, I'm like, but I'm just saying if they were using it, because if she's covered in the cream cheese jam, it's supposed to look like a newborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and if they the baby was eat? that small, it wouldn't have been eaten solids. Yeah. Well, maybe it just tasted it and was like, oh. Just like. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It's what know. somebody said. It's Robert Pattinson lying. <laughs> I don't think Robert Pattinson said that. I think someone else said that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, was there also um, a... I, th- I think I saw something about people being, like, th- they made a fake body double of Kristen Stewart. Yes. Of, like, but, and it looks, like, crazy. Yeah, well, because it's, like, And then people just... are, like, how did they do this, but then do Renesmee? <laughs> well, because they made, that was because practical. It's a, no, I know. It's a pr- yeah, it's a physical thing. That was, like, like, so CGI. that they could do the, uh, chest the stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that thing looks crazy. Yeah, it just looks like a frail body. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it looks And, I mean, really they, good. they make body double casts yeah. all the time like that yeah. did, it's just kind of funny you look at that prop and then you look at renesme it's like <laughs> what happened here <laughs> yeah um but yeah visually the worst thing is probably the baby imprinting or the- yeah it is kind of crazy like this was what 10 years ago 12 years ago yeah like how far that kind of technology has come because we are we're like making whole people yeah come rapidly we're all gonna die. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's all I really have for visuals. I think lighting, cinematography-wise, pretty good. I mean, this movie looks the most normal. That's true. Like, uh, color-wise, <laughs> mm-hmm. of all the movies. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks nice. Yeah. Maybe I could give it an 8. Take point five off, 5 off for that baby. Yeah. For it being the start of the baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think 2 eights is good. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay, then we'll move on to round four, editing enumeration, scoring based on editing, music, and sound design. Uh, I mean, music-wise, it's again back with the score. Actually, what is the score of this movie? Oh, you got um, Great. Actually, I think that's just turning page. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like a seven and a half. Okay, I said an eight. Sure. Maybe some fun editing choices in the film. Uh, it's edited by Virginia Katz. Mm-hmm. Again, I think the sex scenes are kind of nice. I yeah. think that they're tasteful, not too revealing, not also still being a little spicy. Mm, well, there's, there's spicy. They do uh, also. Oh, there's another scene that's kind of good. Is the when they're in the moonlight in the, the water, water naked. Yeah. Just a nice moonlight scene. Yeah. Anyways. It's kind of an iconic shot, him in the water. You know what I mean? Just like Just like it. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when they, they do the sort of honeymoon scene, they kind of start with them kind of doing it. And then it kind of ends, and you're like, oh, that's the end. And then she wakes up mm-hmm. and is kind of looking at herself in the mirror, and you do more flashbacks. I mm-hmm. think that's smart. I think it's like give them a little bit. They go nice, and then take it away. Go on to it, and then go. Never mind. Never there's mind, more. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. And then there's a weird scene where like uh, <laughs> where where Jacob is imagining Charlie seeing her in a ca- in a casket, dead, and then he like rips off Edward's head. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. That seems kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird editing. It's also trip. the wedding. Isn't there, like, she's at the wedding and everyone's dead? Is that in this movie? Yes. That is in this movie. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about that in this <laughs> And doesn't she have, like, a different dress? I just it is a different about, dress. Yeah. yeah. Like, better it's better dress. dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I just thought And that. it's a better suit, too. He's wearing, like, an all-white suit. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. But that's... Yeah. It, one, something that's interesting about the wedding scene, too, is some VFX stuff. She had to wear a a wrist brace because she had an injury mm-hmm. um and so they had to like cgi it out for sorry for which for one? the wedding for oh. when she getting married they had to like <laughs> completely mask it out and like rip and they were like and it wasn't shot for vfx so it was kind of hard to do the tracking and stuff mm-hmm. i was like that's so funny <laughs> they're like you know why renesme looks like that because we have to waste a lot of time on this stupid wrist brace. yeah that's why <laughs> yeah and then it's kind of a fun shot where like camera goes around while they're kissing and then there's nobody in the audience yeah yeah that's kind of fun it's good stuff. um the what's the start of, of of this is good stuff for this movie right when they like right at the wedding and I don't all how this movie starts I think it starts at the wedding or her getting ready doesn't it start with edward or with jacob getting a, an invitation yeah and then he leaves town because he's a little bitch is that me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> is true yeah, that it's her trying to break in her shoes and then mm-hmm. make, getting ready for the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. The birthing scene, though, I think that's kind of edited fun. Yeah. Because they do do, like, the fuzzies going mm-hmm. in and out of focus. And then they kind of go in and out of focus and switch between Jacob and Edward's face, which is yeah. kind of cool. I think that scene's kind of edited nicely. Um, Music-wise, guess who came back for this? I don't remember. <laughs> Carter Burwell, mm-hmm. who made the original Bella's Lullaby. Mm-hmm. What we a great that. song. <laughs> uh, he returned. Mm-hmm. And um, the score was recorded in Abbey Road Studios, just where a lot of great music has been made, uh, in early September of 2010, I think. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Um, and then Alexander Desplat and Howard Shore, the composers of New Moon and Eclipse, happened to be in London at the time of the recording session and stopped by to visit. So that's kind of fun. Said <laughs> all three of them like they're just chilling. All yeah, that's all the people who have scored Twilight, Twilight. movies. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> Um, but I think there's a very distinct feel to Twilight scores. And they're mm-hmm. nice. I kind of like them. Yeah. And the soundtrack, banging. We're back. Back to a banging soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, we got the return of Flightless Bird American Note, mm-hmm. which they played during the prom scene mm-hmm. in the first movie. They got an instrumental version of All Yours, which was in the end of Eclipse, but they play at <laughs> the wedding <laughs> uh, during the, the reception, uh-huh. which is great. Love that song. Turning Page by Sleeping at Last, which is kind of great. There's just one line you go, I've waited a hundred years, which Edward has. <laughs> I'll wait a million more for you. It's good. That's what they do. That's what they do it to. And then. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> do it too and then there's the honeymoon <laughs> adventure song where they're like only a dream from now on and they're playing chess you know yeah yeah and then um cold i like that song which is uh which plays while she's like all frail and cold so, yeah <laughs> looking in the mirror yeah. uh being pregnant mm-hmm that's a good song. I listen to that sometimes. And then uh, It Will Rain by Bruno Mars, which is in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah. Um, Although I would say that this movie, I think, has arguably the worst credits scene of all of them. Yeah, isn't it just red? I yeah, was just red and black. And yeah. I think the song's not memorable. Yeah, it's kind of boring. Great. What's the order of best credit scenes? Uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yeah. Then uh, Eclipse. Because I like the song. Yeah. And then maybe Twilight. And then New, new Moon. And this. Yeah. See. What's the New Moon? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, this dun, one's probably the boring. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right after she goes. <gasps> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then that, other than that, sound sign wise. There's an interesting thing sound wise when you have the, the wolves telepathically talking to each other, right? Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's kind of good. So, yeah. What did you hear I think I said eight. Yeah, I could, I could give it an eight. I do think the editing's sure. kind, of, kind of nice. Also, the music. This one is kind yeah. of fun for editing. There's some fun stuff happening. Yeah. Okay, so then we'll move on to round five. Societal sum scoring based on the impact the film has on society and the industry. Do you want to know what we've given the other one? Sure. For this one? For New Moon and Eclipse, we both said eight. Okay. For both of them. What about Twilight? Twilight, we gave it an 18, so... Two. Nine. I mean... Maybe again an eight. I don't know if this would be less though. I don't I know. Also put eight, but I'm not sure. We can start at two eights again. Great. 
um, had a budget of <coughs> $127 million mm-hmm. expenses, and it grossed $712.2 million. Mm-hmm. It says on the Wikipedia, it says that it's the fourth highest grossing film in the, in the series, only ahead of the first film, but then, I don't know if that's true. I feel like I was reading something else that said it had the second, maybe it had like the second biggest opening something, but still mm. only the fourth highest grossing in the series. Yeah, maybe. It's kind of around the middle of the list of, like, highest grossing films, because these are the kind of movies that kind of break records. Mm-hmm. It was the fourth highest of 2011, uh, the tenth highest opening weekend ever, you know. Yeah. Nothing, like, super high at the top, but... But yeah. still did something. So. Yeah. Yeah. It made three quarters of a billion dollars like yes yeah. not yeah. small money yeah. yeah but it like as compared to like sometimes we talk about these movies and we're like oh it was broke all the records yeah it was <laughs> mo- like highest opening weekend or whatever and it was yeah. kind of you know you know very in the middle mm-hmm. uh again very cagey about things getting onto the press so they're really like everything was tightly under wraps yeah generally negative reviews from critics mm-hmm. uh 25 percent on tomatoes <laughs> Twenty-five <laughs> percent. I love how you're so surprised. I just feel like it doesn't deserve twenty-five percent. Oh, I agree. Like that's really low. I think this is a solid sixty percent movie. Yeah, sure. but for my personal enjoyment, like eighty-five. Maybe should have at least cracked forty. You know, like I get it. Like Rotten Tomatoes is for cri- it's critics. And, yeah, and a lot of what's men. the audience score? Like what's the audience? Like what's the audience critic score difference? Uh, let's see. Maybe four. I don't. Because the critic score might be more accurate, or the oh, sorry, the audience score. Well, even on Letterbox, it was a two point six, mm-hmm. which isn't um, like crazy. But that would be like probably audience, around like fifty something sixty. Audience score was sixty. Um, I do have this. Uh, again, it's the lowest rated installment in the franchise, which was previously New Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, audiences polled by CinemaScore gave the film a B plus grade. The audience was 80% female and 60% were over 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Among females only, the film received an improved A minus grade. Mm-hmm. So, again, it depends on who you ask. Because obviously women are going to like this more. Yeah. And that's the thing with, like, the critic scores, is it's traditionally the bulk of critics are, especially in 2011, were white men, mm-hmm. who are probably in their 40s. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, I, I mean, again, Rotten Tomatoes scores, they're not the be-all, end-all of what's no, good. but they can still offend me. I mean, they do offend me, too. It's like Eternals, 40%. Yeah, that one. We'll never get over that. That 47%. one. 47%. Mama Mia, 52, 55, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like just the fact that it's in the 20s is what it's what's more like, what? Yeah. That's really low. That is really low. Like, that's really low. Yeah. Like, if it's like 47, it's like, okay, you failed, but like, it, it's close to, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, but you're close to a 50%. This is like, you, you did not, you're not even close. Yeah. You barely did anything. A lot of the negative reviews called it too melodramatic, too soap opera kind of. That's what they said. I don't know. Mm. Too melodramatic, though. A lot of them were saying it's very melodramatic. Mm. Um, some positive reviews praised the direction and performances. This one's kind of interesting. Will Brooker, writing for Times Higher Education, makes the case that Breaking Dawn has a feminist element. Mm-hmm. stating that it reverses the Im- embedded cinematic conventions of male voyeur and female as spectacle and that the lack of attention to Bella as a sex object is remarkable. 
I think it also is just like Bella's like I'm fucking horny, like I <laughs> yeah. want to fuck my husband. Yeah, <laughs> which is usually like if it kills me, I don't care. A repressed thing in films, like yeah. for women to have mm-hmm. sexual urges and desires. Yeah, but also it's a pro life kind of weird film too. Mm-hmm. You got Stephanie yeah. Meyer's influence. Yeah, and that's where I kind of had the thing about it. Uh, uh, it, uh, it, w- it said that the film drew both criticism and praise for having what was seen as a pro-life theme, which I guess would again depend on who you ask. Yeah. Neil Morris of Independent Weekly said that the film takes up a radically pro-life mantle when Bella refuses to abort her baby even though her life may depend on it. And so, yeah, we kind of talked about that already, but mm-hmm. what can you do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the source material has underlying things. There's not really much you can do about well, yeah. so it's like a major, a major plot point. Well, yeah, kind of, she like, can't have like <clears throat> yeah, no movie. It was nominated for eight Razzie Awards, including worst picture, worst prequel. Wait. What? Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, <coughs> no, I'd read it. Oh, off. is it prequel or sequel? <laughs> yeah, okay. worst picture, worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel. Okay. Mm. Worst screen ensemble, worst director, uh, worst screenplay, worst actor for Taylor Lautner. And worst actress for Kristen Stewart, Rob Pattinson managed to evade the Razzies. <laughs> uh, the worst screen couple. Oh, never mind. The worst award <laughs> for Kristen Stewart with either Taylor Lautner or Robert Pattinson was also included. But the film lost all the categories to Jack and Jill, <laughs> which I have seen, and is bad. Mm-hmm. It's a bad movie. Let's see what that has on Rotten Tomatoes. Watch, it's gonna be higher. I saw that movie in theaters. It was bad. It's gonna have like a 30-something. Uh, 2011? Adam Sandler? Yep. This will make Elisha feel better. Oh. It is a 3%. Okay. <laughs> it's bad. Okay. I was gonna say, if it had like a 30%, no. I was gonna rage. It's bad. No, it has a 3%. The audience score is 36%. So it's better than, uh, what was it, Christmas? The... Christmas no, Christmas the, the Cranks Christmas five. five. No, but I mean it's better. Like <laughs> Christmas the Cranks is better than that. Yes. Oh yeah, Christmas <laughs> yeah. the Cranks for sure is a better movie. <laughs> that movie's not that bad. I kind of like that movie. <laughs> that movie was fine. <laughs> that movie was kind of funny. I mean, that movie does not deserve five percent. That's yeah. side the point. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I have for this. Uh, I wish I could say more, but. I mean, this it's one, when you get to the fourth movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this one might have gotten a little bit more swept under the rug, I feel like. So, yeah. so the, the, the next movie is pretty wild. I remember seeing that because I remember I remember my mom being like, this doesn't happen. Carlisle's dead. That doesn't happen in the book. What? <laughs> what? And then it was all a dream. And it's I like, feel like oh. there was a lot of stuff recently about people being like, everyone is sleeping on the ending of Breaking Dawn Part 2 and how wild it is. I feel like there was... Because, yeah, if you were a book reader, you're like, what are they doing? They've, like, completely gone off the plot. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was Alice's vision. Yeah. Wild. (laughs) It is kind of crazy. Yeah, because I didn't read the books, but my mom was like, what? Well, and then, yeah, yeah, if you hadn't read the books and you just thought that's what happened, and then it's at still the end crazy. they were like, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like this one, it just kind of came out and everyone was like, well, if we were into it, we went and saw it. Yeah. Yeah, I think by the fourth movie, you're either a fan or you're not. Yeah. I also don't know. At this point, it's so big that anything that it would have influenced already happened. Like, there was nothing specific in this movie. Should we put it down a little bit then? Maybe. Like seven and a half. Yeah. 
for both? Or should we do the thing where we one of us goes seven and a half, one of us goes eight? Mm, no, let's just do seven and a half for both. Sure. Okay, great. So then we'll move on to the bonus best round. The film can get a bonus point if we agree on it being the best film in the category presented, and it can win for three points. All right, this one, uh, this one might be a repeat question a little bit. Oh yeah, uh, but I think it's it's fun to discuss anyway. So <laughs> we're gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. I've got some different examples for. It. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so we've got the most romantic movie wedding, mm-hmm. obviously Edward and Bella. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Donna and Sam from Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. A little oh. wedding switcheroo. Oh. And then I've got Will and Elizabeth from Pirates of the Caribbean World End, where they oh. get married in the middle of the battle because they just have to be married so they Right. Yeah. And then I also yeah. did have Colin and um, Araminta from Crazy Rations. That's just an iconic wedding. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's most romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to start. I assume you guys have seen. Pirates of the Caribbean and World's End. I have. Yeah. I don't know if I can remember that. I feel scene. like that scene is the only part of that movie that I do remember. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, because she just screams. She's like, marry us! And yeah. he's like, I'm in the middle of something. And she's like, I don't care. Yeah, they're just like sword fighting or whatever. Yeah. And then they like kiss uh, yeah. and then continue fighting or something. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a big Will and Elizabeth shipper, personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we should be. <laughs> <laughs> um... The Mama Mia wedding. <laughs> that one's interesting. I yeah, that one like it's, it's not super like iconic in terms of like the actual wedding design. Yeah, but mm. you know, her daughter was supposed to be getting married, and then yeah. she was like, "J.K." It's like, why waste a perfectly good wedding? Yeah, yeah. I yeah everyone's like, "Conceal it, don't you know?" I don't know how it goes. Don't you feel it? Say I do. That's a good scene. Everyone's do, like, do, we do, walked all the way up this damn hill. <laughs> We're having married. a wedding. <laughs> if I was there, I would be so mad. Mm-hmm. I remember when we did that episode, I was like, I'm that kid in the that scene. That kid yeah, yeah. in the background so shook. <laughs> Just like, oh. <laughs> if that happened at a wedding, I'd be like, I live for this. Mm-hmm. And then Crazy um, Rejections is like a, a quite a big spectacle wedding. Yeah. But I don't know if I would say that's not so romantic. I mean, it's cool. Like, visually, definitely top. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what we, last time we had this question, it was, like, most beautiful. You said, like, yeah, Yeah. most beautiful wedding. So this is more more about the emotions, more about the couple. Yeah. But yeah, Crazy Rich Asians looks great, 10 out of 10. But... Yeah, I don't know. But we don't even, like, see them actually get married. Yeah. That's also... We never really see, like, we see them a little bit as a couple, but they're not the main couple. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't really... Because so like they're not like the main much. characters of that scene, really. It's about um, yeah. Rachel. Yeah. I think the Twilight wedding is romantic, actually. Yeah. I like that kiss. It goes yeah. on for a long time. I, I haven't She's horny. rewatched it for a while, but do they have their own vows? I don't remember. No. Don't you don't hear them give vows? No. I don't think so. Have whole, blah, 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 blah. But, um,. They do have, like, their, they say stuff at the reception, which is nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or he does. She doesn't. <laughs> That's what gets me. Real weddings and movie weddings. When they make, mm. they, they write their own vows. I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. True love. <laughs> I might give it to Twilight. I think so. Yeah. The other ones are good, but, I mean, Mamma Mia is not that romantic just because it is so random. This one's so romantic that when they're kissing, they don't even think anybody else is there. It's like they're literally <laughs> kissing and no one else is there. Literally, the world disappears. Yeah, it's just, just them. them. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> okay, we'll give it to Twilight. Okay. All right. 
One point. All right. Second question. (laughs) The best birth control. The most horrifying (laughs) childbirth. Wow. We've got Breaking Dawn Part 1. Yeah. Obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've got Quiet Place. Yeah. Um, I have The Fly. I don't know if you've seen The Fly. I haven't, but I think I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, we'll go over it in a minute. Yeah. And then, two honorable mentions, this is TV, but we have the uh, C-section birth from House of Dragon mm-hmm. from this season, and also the demon smoke baby mm, thing from she has in the original Thrones. series, which I don't think tells you. I think... No, you did watch that season. I think. Is it the first season? No. Is it the fourth season? Then No. <laughs> Um, I might have watched, happen. like, two episodes of the second season, but, I mean, yeah, third I season, not seen a thing. Um, <laughs> to give you context on the fly, um, she finds out she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, and then she has a dream. So she doesn't actually give birth, <sighs> mm-hmm. um, but she has a dream and you see the entire labor and she gives birth to a maggot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good, Arlie. <laughs> um, and then the movie, you don't. She's still pregnant in the movie, but you don't know because she tries to get an abortion. But then she she's still pregnant at the end of the movie, and you don't know if she's having a make it baby or a human baby. And then you guys you guys know the uh, breaking down, obviously, and then quiet uh-huh. place. You know, mm-hmm. that's a rough rough labor too. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean, mostly she just can't scream, and she's got a thing in her foot. <laughs> Yeah. It's not in her foot. It was. It's just a uh, wound in her foot. I hated that. <laughs> the nail on the yeah. stairs? Yeah, that's the worst part of the movie. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Other than that, though, it's just kind of regular birth. Yeah. yeah. I just think, like, the... like The like, circumstances. The circumstances the of it must be horrifying, right? Like, yeah. you, you can't scream, and the only thing your body has for pain release is to scream. Yeah. I'm not much of a screamer. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I would scream giving birth. I think you would. I wonder, though. I love the silence. (laughs) But, like, screaming is, like, it actually does relieve pain. Like, Mm -hmm. it's your body's way of relieving pain. Yeah. And so I think when you're in a situation like that, you probably would. Can't even imagine what that would sound like. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Um. What What are your, like, initial thoughts? What do you, like... Because like, um, I feel like, yeah, initially I'd go like, oh, you said most horrifying birth. I was like, yeah, Twilight, obviously. <laughs> but then, a if you're given baby. a ba- maggot baby, that's just weird. Yeah. She does, like, almost die doing this, so. And then you, you, the other one is, like, live C-section. She also has that. Yeah. She dies, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's something really horrifying about the Game of Thrones one. The, the House of Dragon one. Yeah. The, oh, the I think it's dead. because like in in Twilight, like it's not great, but she was willing to die for the like she was like I'm having this baby no matter what. Yeah, I like you know pick the baby I don't care over what me. Happens. Yeah. Whereas in the House of Dragon, she's so tired. She's like desperately trying to give him this heir, and she already told him she's like if this baby like I'm done trying after this. Like if this baby isn't a boy, we're not having anymore. Yeah. I'm, I need to start living my life. And then he makes the decision that he wants their unborn child more than her. Yeah, and like basically chooses to kill his wife. To yeah, keep so the baby. it's like last thoughts is yeah. like, <laughs> and, and so she's lying dies, there, like right? asking him. She's like, "What's happened?" No, oh, the baby lives. Yeah, the baby lives. In House of Dragon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's a time yeah. jump, and then he's like two years old or something. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I didn't watch it. I don't know. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, because she's like terrified. She's yeah. like, what's going on? What's going it's on? It's the Game of Thrones just... one different. It's, I mean, it's just weird because it's like a shadow baby. Yeah, she's giving birth to a Who? demon. Uh, uh Melisandre? Mordra? Yeah. Mordra? I don't remember. <laughs> Um, I don't, you don't, I don't even think her. you know who she is. No, she's the one. She's, the, she's the one with like. Isn't she? I think so. Yeah, That's why she, I was like, I thought you saw it, but I don't think so. She's the the other one. I, I mean, I don't know how much you've seen characters, but she's the one with like long red hair, and she usually wears like red dresses. She's like a witch. Yeah, witch. you might recognize if witch. I showed you a picture, but yeah, probably <laughs> with red. Yeah, that one. I mean, that one. I I would say that the the House of Dragon one's worse than the Game of Thrones one. Mm-hmm. Is that the only like birth in Game of Thrones? No, uh, Daenerys gives birth and she has a stillborn child. Oh, right. And there's other births. Yeah, I guess that is probably... Has anything happy ever happened in Game of Thrones? No. No, not really. I mean, at (laughs) the end, kind of has a happy ending. Like, at the end, you know. Yeah. But... So sad. There's happy moments that then, like, end up not being good. But, like, there's happy moments, you know? Sure. It's not like everyone's life's completely miserable 24-7. Just like... Just most of Most of the time. time. But there's some little parts of like, oh, that's cute. Great. Okay, um, what do you think then? I don't know. I mean, maybe Bella's wouldn't be as bad because she lives technically. Does break her back. But then she gets healed. Yeah, but she gets completely healed. Because I mean, yeah, like anything that happens that's a part of that birth, it's just completely like doesn't matter anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gets completely healed. She wakes up really hot. Yeah, she gets <laughs> makeup like. Yeah, that's makeup for visual. life. <laughs> that's in the next one. I guess so. Kind yeah. of. That's true. Well, I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, anything that happens in this movie, like it sucks in the moment, but like, yeah, nothing really comes of it. Might give it to House Dragon then. Sure. Yeah. All right. Point there. This one, last question, was inspired by Elsha's outrage at the beginning of this episode. Oh. <laughs> this is the least deserved Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> Chelsea's lost it. We've uh. got <laughs> Breaking Dawn Part 1 at 25%. Uh-huh. So We've stupid. got Eternals at 47%. Oh, which, it's gone up, I think. I think it was lower. I think it used to be, like, 42 or 43. Yeah, I feel like it used to be really small. Um, we have Christmas with the Cranks at 5%. Still in the 40s, though. That's yeah. still low. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then we have Leap Year at 23%, which is one oh, I take very personally. Oh, that's less than... Yeah. Breaking Dawn. 23! Insane! <laughs> no, this is Chelsea's outrage. <laughs> 23%. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That is... All of these actually make me pretty mad. <laughs> I mean, to start with Christmas with the Cranks sitting at a 5%. 5% I mean, makes that's me think it's a, like, insane. Yeah, what? that movie is like, it's like a Christmas comedy. That, that one was fine. Made you watch it. Yeah, I remember yeah. you did make her watch it. I was it. like, we should watch it. I guess we made me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and did you like it? It's fine. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't go into it saying this is the greatest movie ever. Well, you went into it saying I'm making you watch this. It's 5% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't think it deserves it. Yeah. And then we finished it and I went, yeah, it's not 5%. Because that was bad. like one of those movies that would just like sometimes come on. I actually maybe had it on DVD. And so I'd watch it at Christmas and be like, oh, funny. Christmas with the Cranks. We're back. This is great. Mm-hmm. And then it was like 5% and I was like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> that is crazy low. I mean, I don't know. Your reaction to the Breaking Down <laughs> one was like crazy. <laughs> Um, I mean, Eternals is probably the one that generally is the craziest. 
because it's it's really it does not deserve that you know like if there's yeah. a lot of people that are like yeah that movie's like this is just me being like twilight freaking dawn part one 25 percent but like there's a ton I mean, of people that are like eternals getting 47 whatever it is i think that there's a somewhat of a common theme amongst these movies not so much christmas the cranks but like you know women, women. <laughs> mm-hmm. people of color yeah 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 female like etern- director eternals yeah. like female director and pretty diverse cast and yeah. then twilight being a generally female oriented movie mm-hmm. um so yeah, Leap Year is also like more of a rom com. That's oh, that's what I don't get about Leap Years. Like, yes, it's like it's not a cinematic. It is a cinematic masterpiece, <laughs> but it's I get it. It's not like a huge like you know yeah. very artsy you know highbrow movie. But it is a rom com, and I think it's a really good rom com. Yeah, like for that genre, I feel like it's one of the top rom coms. And then Christmas and the Cranks is just whatever. But yeah, it's crazy. Eternals is the lowest ranking. MCU movie, mm-hmm. but there are lower ranking Marvel movies pre MCU. <laughs> yeah, but if Thor: The Dark World isn't down there, yeah. What? Why didn't? Why didn't nobody like Eternals? I don't know. I liked Eternals. My brother was also offended. I told him because I said you should watch Eternals, and he watched it. And I went. I, I asked him what he thought, and he was like, "I thought it was pretty good." I like the And characters. I told him that it has like a forty-seven, and he was like, "What?" And Every- I was like, "Yeah, everyone hates women." <laughs> And he was like, <laughs> it's certainly- everyone says it's like too slow and boring. And I'm mm. like, you guys just don't appreciate character development. Yeah. <laughs> because- I think I can find that conversation and show you later. But like, yeah. he literally was like, yeah, I thought everything was really interesting. And I yeah. thought all the characters were good. I think, and, like- it's, I think it's certainly got a weird vibe. Like, it's very different from a lot of the other movies, but I kind of like it. Yeah. Like the vibe. It's I a little more, that. I think it is, it is a slower paced movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. And I do think we get a lot more character. Like, yeah. there's so many characters you need to take the time to, like, show us their backstories. Yeah. And yeah. make me care about their relationships. And I'm not usually one for slow-paced movies. Yeah. You know me. Oh. But yeah. uh-huh. do you want to give it to Eternals, then? Because we could do that. Yeah, I might give it to Eternals just because it is more widely offensive. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, um... And we also have our saying... Better than Eternals. Yeah. Whenever someone's like, oh, this is 61% yeah, better, like, better than, than Eternals. Eternals. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think we'll give it to Eternals, but 25% for this movie? <laughs> I'm not gonna get over that. <laughs> it's gonna be the new thing that makes Chelsea laugh out of nowhere randomly. I'll just go to 25%. <laughs> yeah, add that to the list of things that don't make sense when Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, we'll uh-huh. give it two turns. So, so I got a point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Better than the last. Yeah, the last two Twilight movies didn't get any bonus buffs. Absolute so. garbage. Okay, <laughs> we did you that. Guys, yeah, you did that. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's you against me on these <laughs> That's things. True. I'll be like, oh, I want to give it, and you're like, like, no. no. And I'm like, I think it deserves it. Anyways. <laughs> So then we'll move on to the final scoring. So adding up all the points from the rounds and the bonus points, our final score is... 78.5. It's not that bad. Which isn't, uh... Which is... B plus. Which is not 25%. No, yeah. it's not 25 In fact... We'd have to give everything, like, twos. <laughs> I don't think a movie could get a 25% from us. No. Yeah. Not with our system. We, it'd like, have to be like Mean Girls too. Oh, 
Even Maybe like Joker, zero? which the like lowest the lowest scores you guys gave Joker was a five and a half. Yeah. And and then Mythica, which is a B movie that we're not counting really. Sometimes I wonder if we're too hard on Joker. No. no. <laughs> How dare you even think that? Anyway. I don't know. Um, well, <clears throat> Do you have anything else you want to say about breaking down part part one? <laughs> part two, what? Um, um, I know in the first Twilight we talked a little bit more about like the way that people view this movie, and I brought it up a little bit in the beginning. Um, but it yeah. is garbage, you know. Yeah. Um, we kind of talked more about the actual movie this time. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, um, this is again the kind of movie that teenage girls like because there's something kind of nice about it. I don't know, mm-hmm. and I feel like there is like. A certain level of world building, which is sort of to be admired, and character development, which is not bad. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. the fact that people are so rude about it. Yeah. <laughs> There's certainly worse movies out there that, you know. Oh, yeah. Deserve a lower Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for me, it ranks as, like, probably one of the ones I rewatch most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> where is it? I can't look at my phone. I was gonna look at where it's paused right now. Well, I was watching some of it because so I was the, doing... So the results are skewed right now? Well, no, I was watching some of it for the research. I think I was at the birthing scene. No, I know. So it's skewed right now for or the research. Or I was at the honeymoon scene to see where they, what the song was. Sure. Only a dream. Well, I was. That's what I was looking at. Yep. <laughs> I didn't rewatch those scenes. I was busy doing research. Anyways, um, yeah, what were you going to say? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, I do enjoy this movie. Probably, uh, it's probably up there on my like Twilight ranking list too. Mm. Just because I find it entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, there's it's it's good. Visually, is also kind of fun. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, I, it definitely doesn't deserve the hate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. 25% African. <laughs> anyway, is that all you have to say about this? I think so. All right. Well, with all that being said, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Cinder.Grade or on Twitter at Cinegrade to keep up with what films we review next. Feel free to send us suggestions on Instagram or email us at cinegradepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know how you feel about the film, send us your own grade, or give us any thoughts that you had. If you disagree about anything, feel free to talk to us about that, too. We're always interested in having conversations about film. Also, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. It really helps us to get more exposure so that more people can find us. Where can they reach you? You can find me on Instagram at Elshakur. You guys can also find me on Instagram at underscore Chelsea Mitchell underscore if you want to keep up with us or ask any questions. Never hesitate to reach out. I think that's all for this week. I'm Chelsea Mitchell. I'm Elshakur. And we'll see you next time on Cinecrate.